Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates chat about the music that they've been listening to this week, as well as some news items. You are listening to episode 11. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're just going to go straight into the news. What have you got for us, Maddie? Well, um, for all you older music fans, um, Jimmy Barnes has announced a huge 2019 nationwide tour. So I have an article from Music Feeds by Jackson Langford. So it says, Aussie music hero and icon Jimmy Barnes has today announced his biggest tour this century, where he'll be playing all his biggest hits and bringing along some massive acts for the ride. The 13-day tour sees the legend play some massive venues around the country in support of his upcoming album, My Criminal Record, which is due out Friday the 31st of May. So... The Shutting Down Your Town tour will kick off in Mackay in September, heading all the way around the bloody country before <laughs> wrapping up in Tullamore in November. See, we told you, huge. Now, the interesting thing about this is the support acts. You ready? So it says, but that's not all. Barnsley is bringing some top-notch acts along with him. Jet, Eskimo Joe, and Troy Cassadaly will, will all be joining him at some point across the tour. That is so wild. So wild. It's, I will say, first off, it's cool how he's starting, like, in Mackay and, like, kind of doing all those, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess regional sort of towns, which is nice. Um, yeah, he's doing... I'll have a read. So he's got Mackay, Townsville, Cairns, wow. Wollongong, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, obviously, and then Toowoomba, Brisbane, Gold Coast, wow. Coffs Harbour, Tullamore, and Perth. See, that's that's really nice. Yeah. I, I really, really like how when artists do that, even when like other artists come and they do like regional towns, I think it's really cool. Especially Australian artists. Yeah. Because they know how like spread out and how huge yeah. our country is and yeah. not everyone who lives in Queensland can just like fly to Brisbane for yeah. a concert. And not, not, like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, and not everyone lives in those coastal cities. Yeah, as much exactly. As, you know, like we'd like to believe <laughs> exactly, and especially for an artist like him who has such a big reach for, and he's had it for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, it's. I think it's definitely really, really nice of him to actually recognize those fans as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Jet, Jet though. though, and Eskimo Joe. When was the oh last time God. they made music? I don't even know, but, <laughs> like, I grew up with, like, Jet and Eskimo Joe. Yeah, I grew up with Jet. I listened to a lot of their stuff when I was younger. My mum loved them. Mm. But it's just so... <laughs> it's just so weird how, you know, you don't think about these bands until you read an article like that, and you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> That's yeah. right, they existed. I forgot about them. Wonder what they're doing now. And it's weird because I wouldn't associate Jimmy Barnes with no those bands. Like maybe Jet and obviously Troy Cassadaly. Yeah, like, makes sense. But like Eskimo Joe, I'm a bit confused about. Yeah, I guess maybe, especially because it's like quite a long tour with quite a few dates on it. Maybe it was like a scheduling thing where, oh, okay, yeah, possibly this band can attend these dates. This band can attend, you know. But it's it's still a bit it's random. Still a bit weird. But I mean, they all kind of fall under the same big umbrella of rock. Yeah. <laughs> Very general umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so. guess that's true. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. See, if you 
if you end up getting tickets, let us know how it goes. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a great show regardless. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just some classic Aussie music icons in there. Yeah. So, what have we got next, Vivian? So, the next news story we have is a continuation of a news story we talked about a few weeks ago about Tinder and their new festival sort of mode, they call it. (laughs) So, this is coming from Music Feeds, written by Alison Gallagher. And it says, Tinder are launching their festival mode in Australia at this year's Splendour in the Grass. So, the feature will debut in Australia. And the way it works is that if you're a Splendour attendee, you'll be able to add a Splendour badge to your Tinder profile and start matching and chatting with fellow festival goers. The feature goes live weeks before you set foot on the North Byron Festival Ground, so you can start planning your festival hookup slash hookups <laughs> well in advance um so this is coming so i've got a quote here splendor is a rite of passage for young australians making it the perfect playground to launch festival mode says country manager of tinder australia with this feature we are redefining the festival experience by enabling our users to make new connections before even stepping through the turnstiles and pitching their tents We're pumped to be partnering with Splendor in the Grass and are excited to see how Tinder's new feature helps people find their crowd this winter. In our festival, when Vivian read that quote to me before, (laughs) I was so creeped out. Like, why would you use the word playground? It's real weird. I'm, yeah, I'm very much turned off by Uh, this whole concept now. So (laughs) do I. And we actually, when we first talked about this, we even said it's cool how they're, you know, sort of, progressing their platform and we were very positive we were but that quote has completely changed my mind the quote has yeah especially oh helping people find their crowd this winter it kind of just makes in a way it makes it sound like oh there's a certain type of person who would use this feature and that's going to be your crowd at a festival. It's just, it feels like it was written really badly from a PR kind of standpoint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of the actual feature, um, I do think it's interesting how they're launching in Australia, but again, it makes the most sense launching at Splendor, the biggest music festival that's here in yeah, Australia. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. The more I think about it, I, I feel a bit weird about yeah, the more I think about, like, different possibilities and, like, different intricacies of how it would actually work and play out, it mm. makes me more and more, like, so opposed to it's it. A, yeah, it makes me feel a bit iffy about it because, um, you know, you would get people who would obviously use it for its intended purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But there's always going to be people who I feel would misuse that kind of thing, and the fact that they're putting it out there is obviously opening that yeah um but then again i guess it's exactly the same as any normal that's true that's a use of tinder so i guess it's not like the actual festival mode that should be criticized i guess it's the safety concerns regarding Mm. online dating apps like tinder and stuff to begin with so if you use festival mode at splendor this year like, let us know. Let us know <laughs> how it goes. Works. I don't know. I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, you <laughs> go do you. right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Find your crowd at Splendor. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so what's the last news story, Maddie? 
Now, the last news story um, I am really, really excited about. Um, <laughs> so, this is also coming from Music Feeds, um, written by Emmy Mack. So, Australian Idol's fave emo, Lee Harding, just resurfaced on The Voice to crush Killing in the Name. Now, I was obsessed with Lee Harding when I was a child. Yep. Like, probably too young to be obsessed <laughs> with someone who <laughs> sung that type of music. Um, and I don't listen to that type of music now anyway. You really but don't. But <laughs> Lee Harding was, like, my life when I was, like, eight. I memorised all of the words on his album. Anyway, I'll just read the article. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll stop obsessing. Um, so, before there was The Voice, there was Australian Idol, the nation's OG reality TV talent show of choice, gifted us with many shining stars, not least number one idol Guy Sebastian, now with enough superstar status to qualify for a judging on The Voice. And of course, his arch nemesis, Shanna Knoll. But another <laughs> beloved talent that came out of the series was emo warrior Lee Harding. So, anywho, after dropping a pretty successful album, touring with the likes of Shanna Knoll in excess, Harding drifted away from the spotlight and has remained out of the public eye for over a decade. Until now, he has resurfaced with a pretty dramatic makeover as a contestant on The Voice. Have you watched the performance? Yes. So the performance was really, really good. I really like that song. So I was interested to hear how he would have done it because it's quite, it's very much like a, I feel like, you know, you could definitely see him doing that kind of song. Yeah, he was in his element. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but he smashed it. I, I was kind of surprised in a way because he never struck me as having that really powerful kind of voice. Yeah. When, he, like, you know, in his music that he released a while ago. But he, yeah, he really did well. I was pleasantly surprised, but he looks so different now. Yeah, the lime green, purple, pink hair is gone. The makeup's and it's like, gone. Yeah, all of the makeup's gone, the piercings. Oh, I think he has some piercings, but... But, yeah, he's got... Like, brown, curly hair. It's, yeah. It's crazy. It's so wild. And he's, what, 35 now? 35, yeah. That's so weird to think about. Yeah, it's so, and it's, yeah. In a way, I'm very happy that he's, like, trying again and he's, you know, really committed to music because it is really sad when you have an artist like that who was successful and he had a successful album because I, I watched this clip where he mentioned how he wrote a second album, but they didn't want to go for it because it was too different. And so, you know... They dropped him. Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's it's nice to see an artist like that coming back and trying again. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll definitely be, like, keeping up on his progress yeah, on Yeah, hopefully he, he gets far. I yeah, hope he does. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, he deserves a second chance, for sure. Yeah. He's definitely a talented artist. We'll see if um, any any wasabi <laughs> singing comes out. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, in his wow. like final performance, he sings wasabi again. That, that would be so funny. I would lose my mind. Even though I didn't really like that song. That wasn't my favourite song on the album. Yeah. Anyway, I won't go into that. That's, <laughs> that's a story for another time. Um, so, before we move on, um, I will recommend for you to pause the podcast and go down to the description. Have a check out of the youtube and spotify playlists we have all the songs that we talk about this week and you can have a listen to them before we have a chat about them so you know Mm. the general gist of the songs and what we're talking about so um we'll start with yes song of the week we'll start with my song of the week so 
Just a bit of background on mine. Um, I recently went to the Broods concert with my friend Xanthia. Shout out to her. <laughs> she's going <laughs> to listen to this and she's going to be like, why did you do that? Why did you mention my name? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I went to their concert. And so in the lead up, I've just been listening to their music all week. So my song of the week is Mother and Father. Now, this is coming from their first album, which they released a few years ago, um, Evergreen. And it is just... This song, which will be a bit of a theme with this podcast, yep. very very much relies on the lyrical content and uh, the story that's being told. Um, because, you know, in terms of production, there's it's, it's very much brood style, um, where it's like he- heavy synths and a really sort of driving percussion. But the lyrics talk about leaving home and not knowing what to do and not having the advice from your parents to sort of guide you through different aspects of your life. Yeah. And it's really cool because Broods are um, a brother and sister duo, so it even sort of further cements just how um, special this song is and how much it means to them. It feels a lot more real, I think. Yeah. Because it's something that, you know, they could. I'm sure they've, like, talked about together. Yeah, and they've experienced and, that yeah. together and... You know, they, they're this successful band out of New Zealand and they're on this journey together. And it's, in a way, it's really cool that, like, it's family and they're sticking together because, you know, they've experienced life from when they were younger and now they're doing the same yeah, in a band. Yeah, I, I really like the song. I've only recently gotten into Brood's music, but mm. um, just, yeah, the general vibe of this song is very nice and yeah. I quite like it. It's, yeah, it's it's my favourite song and it's really funny. They didn't play it at their show. I was a little oh. bit salty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you cry afterwards? Uh, I, was, I was, you know, it got to the encore and I turned to my friend. I was like, maybe they'll play it. She just shook her head. She's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, okay. They're not going to play a depressing song as the encore. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit sad. You know, it's a little just bit a of tad. a... Yeah, but... um. Yeah, they. I'm really, really proud of how far they've come as a band because their new album that came out uh, at the beginning of this year, "Don't Feed the Pop Monster," it's doing quite well. And it's even though it's a different sort of um, like musical style for them, I think they're continuing to evolve, and that's really cool to see that they're constantly changing their music. And yeah, I definitely recommend Mother and Father by Broods. So, Maddie, what is your song of the week? My song of the week is called Is She Gonna Be There by Violet Skies. Now, Violet Skies is relatively new. I haven't um, seen like much of her music before 2018, I think, is when she sort of started. But this song um, was released this year. And again, like Vivian's, it's very reliant on the lyrical content. Mm. There's not much going on in terms of instrumentation. It's just like this very um, like arpeggio guitar part mm. through it. And it's all sort of very acoustic and slow. But the general gist of the song is um, this girl, um, she's a little bit, well, she's not jealous. She's trying not to be jealous of an ex-girlfriend of her current boyfriend mm. and it's sort of this personal story about how she sees like their chemistry still and there's this one line that I love it's like um you hold on too long when you're saying goodbye yeah and I just like you can see the scene and just like 
one of the yeah one of the cool things about this song is because it's so literal mm. in the way that it's written it's like an actual story and you can sort of see yourself in those situations and like picture what's happening what's actually happening and you mm. can like see this boyfriend and his ex like hugging for like a little bit too long mm. and like all of these other sort of situations and i just really love how personal yeah this story is mm. but it's so like relatable to like i'm sure a lot of people have sort of yeah like experienced similar things definitely yeah i agree when you played it for me i i'm very much someone who if a song doesn't have good lyrics then i probably won't really i yeah i'm very much the same um it's just yeah i really love when an artist can actually tell a story in any way they can and this is really really cool the way she's done it because like you said it is so literal Mm. but you really get lost in it as well because you kind of don't pay attention to anything but what she's actually talking about because she talks about these different scenarios that she's clearly been through yeah and you uh, you know every after sort of line you kind of go oh that's like that's a little bit sad yeah and you feel for her yeah Um, yeah that's yeah that's definitely something that you pick up on you um like as you said you sort of feel as though she's like your friend and yeah. that you need to like console yeah it's like her. it's like a friend that's coming to you and saying this is happening and this is how i feel that's kind of how i felt listening to it like yeah. yeah it's very much like you're listening to someone tell you a story which yeah. is yeah very it, cool it is very it is very strict in regards to the instruments but um the only thing that i would say i'm a bit disappointed at like there's not really a build up in the bridge like there's so much potential when it gets to that section mm. and it kind of it's way too short and there's not that much of a climax to it and then it sort of like drops off and yeah. it's like acoustic for a couple of lines and then the instruments come back in for like the last chorus but like it doesn't really go anywhere yeah and it kind of makes me a bit like disappointed in that area but overall the song is really nice to listen to and it's not mm. like yeah um, too much mm. so yeah that's my song of the week so mm. if you want to cry about um <laughs> some like hard-hitting emotional stuff um listen to violet skies is she gonna be there <laughs> but um i'll move on to a bit more of a well i mean it's still depressing isn't it but it's, it's just masked in it, yeah it's masked with cool production but yeah. it's still a depressing <laughs> subject um my under a rock for this week is good things fall apart by Illenium and john bellion so and this- almost rhymes I know, Elenium <laughs> and John Bellingham. I love that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that before. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yeah, so this song is, like, it was released in 2019. It's a fairly new song as well. But it's my under a rock because I have been meaning to get into John Bellingham um, for a while now. Like, I've listened to a couple of his songs and then, like, some recommendations on my YouTube of, like, how he makes songs have come up and mm. I've sort of gone into like a deep dive of just how he makes his music and it's so interesting and yeah. so cool and he's so talented and I've been meaning to listen to his stuff but this song is very very cool so there are bits in it that are like just acoustic guitar like it starts off like acoustic guitar and it's very sort of um focused on that area mm. and then it gets a lot more produced and like all of these different sort of quirky elements come in that are sort of like sim well not symbolic like um signature of yeah. John Bellion sort of style mm. and then 
the really cool thing is like when the main line of the song like when he says like sometimes good things fall apart it's like almost only vocals mm. whereas everything else is very laid and there's like a lot going on and to me that sort of means like this is what the crux of the song is about. Mm. This is what you need. If you don't get anything else out of this song, listen to this line. Yeah. And it's like, this is the most important part, so I will only use my voice type mm. thing. And it's really cool. And it's, and a lot of the time, he's got such a powerful voice too. He does. But in that line, when he sings, it's so... Quiet. It's like, yeah, it's so quiet and tuned mm. down and it's... Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I really, I'm a big fan of the acoustic guitar in this because it's not used in a way that a acoustic guitar would be typically used. It's very percussive, which yes. I think is very yes. cool. Um, and it acts sort of as like the under, like lying sort of uh, backing throughout the entire song. And then when it gets to like the drop, inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but yeah. Yeah, you know, for the sake of explaining. Um, yeah, like, when all the production comes in, it's still there, but it's very, like, bare. Yes. And then when it hit, when he sings that line, and then it goes straight back into the acoustic, it's really cool. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I love the, yeah, the transitions between yeah. the different sort of, like, I'm not going to say, like, genres, but, like, sort of styles. Yeah. Because it's very... Like, it's, like, acoustic, and then mm. it's, like, really produced, and then there's, like, no instruments, and mm. then it's, like, back to acoustic. It sort of jumps between them, but, yeah. like, it doesn't sound jumpy. Or... No, no, it's so yeah. seamless when it all comes together, yeah. Um, but it's interesting, because Elenium is, like, it, this is something different for, for, for them, because, like, they're an EDM, like, producer. Yes, very heavily, yeah. But this doesn't feel like that, even though... It, for me, it feels very much more John Bellion. Yes, it's very... Yeah, it's like his signature sort of style throughout yeah. the entire thing. Because mm, it, it's produced, like, you can hear heavy production, but there's no, like, distinct EDM styles for me. That's just, like, my opinion. But, yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, it's really cool collaboration. I'm, I'm a fan as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to more of um John Bellion's music because I'm mm. definitely into it and definitely a fan of how he... And manipulates all of these like, mm. different quirky elements and chucks random little mm. samples and things in. So, yes. Yeah. Well, he might make another appearance in this podcast, Maddie. Oh, stay tuned to find oh, out. Oh my god, <laughs> Vivian. I know. Under a rock. Yes. So, what have you got? my under a rock is really, really interesting. So, this came up on my Discover Weekly, as most of these things do, and it is My Empire by. Wind Waker. So, Wind Waker are a very, very interesting band. So, they're an Australian uh, metalcore band from Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga! Which, oh my in God. New South Wales. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they've... So, they've been around for a few years, but their lineup has, con- like, constantly changed, and they've been changing, like, band members quite a oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yep. So, it wasn't until last year where they kind of settled on, like, a main lineup and... Um, they released this EP, uh, Empire, at the beginning of this year. And the first thing I thought when I heard this song was, this is like early Bring Me the Horizon. And as you guys know, I love Bring Me the Horizon. So <laughs> I was like, this is my jam. And it's really cool because it starts off very bare. And it kind of sounds like a 
prog rock song in a way because it's very like ethereal you you hear like these sort of distant like guitar um sort of slides in the background and you hear just his voice the lead singer's voice yep and he's singing and then it gets to a point where he sings i'm not giving up but man when he sings that line all the instrumentation comes in like the drums the guitar but his voice i was shocked i i got goosebumps when i, I was heard very it. very impressed yeah it was just uh, like the way he just it it comes out of nowhere because like i said it's very bare in the beginning but like the way he just goes up there in his high register it's but the thing is it's so clean yeah it, like there's no like um like vocal growl or no. anything that you typically hear from something of that genre it's just so clear and you can it's... hear every single note like perfectly yeah. and it's insane and that's the thing like that's the word i would use like it's it's like perfectly done it's flawless like the way he just he just like goes up there and, and it's... there's no wavering there's no, no sliding up it's no. just straight like bang on the notes it's yeah it's and that's um what really caught my ear i know it's not the caught my ear segment but just... i mean it's the name of the podcast so yeah. i guess everything can catch i'm throwing up. it in there maddie Throw it in, boy <laughs> uh, but yeah so it really reminded me of bring me the horizon which is really cool and i checked out that all the other songs from the ep and they're very like uh what's the word i'm looking for like versatile mm-hmm. all the other songs on the ep got a really really like, the really really heavy stuff and then you got another song on there where he kind of like i'm not gonna say rap but like he kind of like it's like speak singing, s- yeah, speak yeah. singing, yeah, yeah which yeah. is really cool. Um, so yeah, I would definitely check them out. Wind Waker, another I found out um, a bit of like a pop, not pop news, but what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what you're on about to be honest. Fun fact, Fun that's facts. what I'm there looking you for. Go. Oh, that was bad. Um. Yeah. How did you get pop news from Fun I, Fact? <laughs> I was thinking pop quiz, I think. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's not what I meant. But anyway. Fun fact. Sorry, continue. Yes, fun fact. Um, The band's name, Wind Waker, is actually named after the Legend of Zelda game, which is the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Oh. Which is really cool for all those video game AKA fans. you. <laughs> Something that only you would pick Look, up. Maddie. I am interested in that, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that out of anyone, you would pick that up because yeah. you love Legend of Zelda. Yeah, well, yeah. So the, I thought that was interesting. But um, yeah, definitely check them out. I, I honestly see big things happening for this band. Like, they have such a cohesive sound. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Um, yeah, I really hope they, like, get bigger and find more su- success. So, yeah, so that uh, was my Under a Rock so now caught my ear. So John Bellion makes another appearance. <laughs> Shock horror. So we've got crop circles. So this song he released just this week. So it's very new, but it's very much within John Bellion's style. We were talking about before how um, he has this very distinct voice, but he's very much known for his production yes, as well. Yeah. The way his songs are have such interesting samples and such interesting production and the thing that caught my ear on this one 
was he's got this really cool sample that he throws in there after like every second line he throws in there and then more instrumentation comes in it's hard to explain you have to listen Listen to to it listen to the playlists please we always say uh, but another really cool thing um about this song is the lyrics so he's it's a little bit sad he's talking about like a relationship that's sort of thrown um gone down this path of falling into bad habits and they can't really seem to get out of it um but it's really cool because in the chorus he sings, When did wedding rings just turn into Stranger Things? I'm in the Upside Down. And for all those Stranger Things fans out there, you'll know exactly what that I means. didn't get it because yeah. I don't watch the show. <laughs> but I'm I sure know. anyone who does I know. would understand that line. <laughs> I was like, oh, Maddie, listen to this line. This is really cool. And she's like, I didn't really... I didn't really get it. What? What's I was like, do you watch Stranger like, Things? crop circle, yeah. wedding ring, there's circles. I don't know. That's all I got from that, but... Yeah, so that was really cool um, because, <laughs> you know, it's a reference to the TV show. But, yeah, um, he's obviously talking about how he feels very lost in the relationship. But, yeah, this song has such cool production on it. Um, I really, really like that sample that he throws in. But another thing is his voice. Um, we were talking about before, it's so powerful. Yes. And when he does use it, you kind of a little bit shocked by it. But mm. here, it's very toned down. Yep. And I, and I love it because you can tell he's very comfortable in sort of his range here. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very clean. Like, it's just so smooth throughout the entire song. Yeah. It's funny. Like, the fact that you mentioned that his voice was so, like, distinct. Yeah. Is something that I've always picked up on. Like, when I first heard, like, Good Things Fall Apart mm. come on, I was like, immediately I knew who it was. Yeah. Like, there was no guessing. I was like, this is John Bellion. Like, yeah, yeah, even even like as someone who isn't someone who listens to mm, him a lot, mm. I was like, this is immediately I know who this is. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's such a different artist that I think is around sort of in this genre because he really likes to play with different elements from different styles and yeah, it's very evident through most of his music. So yeah, that's my core to my ear. Crop circles by John Bellion. So. Maddie, what caught your ear? You're going to have to brace yourselves for this one. Um, (laughs) And I really, I implore you to listen to this song before I talk about it, because the main sample in this entire song, now I'll preface this by saying I don't like it. I don't like the song because it's like, it's trap music and I don't listen to that. And I can't get into it, can't understand a word he's saying. Yeah. But... The sample, if if you are on Instagram, and it's like the zoom in, the um, zoom in feature like with it's, it's, the pretty music and it's like the, the TV purple show outline, one. the TV show zoom in where so when it zooms in and there's the love heart, that's that's the, the sound. sound. Just picture that sound, and just picture that going over and over, just looping <laughs> over and over and over during the whole... Oh, I haven't even said the name of the song. The name of the song is <laughs> OMG by um, Shen Zian. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, but, I think that's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just this loop of that throughout the whole thing and then it just adds this, like, 808 trap beat throughout the whole thing and he's just, like, and rapping, singing over the top of it. Yeah, just to point out as well, he does nothing to the sample. Like, 
It is literally. There's it is no exactly. It's the ex- exact what you get when you there's use the feature. There's not even any pitch shifting. There's no it's pitch exactly shifting. the same pitch. There's no like. It's not sped up. It's literally, and that's you know. That's the weird thing about it. It's so weird because when you when Maddie played it for me, I you can't listen to anything else. That's the only thing you hear in this song. Like you try to listen to the lyrics, you try to listen to the beat. No, you just hear that sample because that's literally what it is. That's it. It's so distracting. And because like it's not like sort of chopped up in any way. It feels very wrong in the song. It feels mm. so out of place because it's not even in time, really. Like, you kind of just, It's like, very, like, off the beat. It's very off beat. It's like a delay kind of thing. Yeah. And it feels so wrong. And my my comment was when I heard it, I was like, it's like I'm in sleep paralysis and this song is playing. <laughs> I can't wake you can't up. can't move and it's just a, like a radio in the corner playing it. You can you can't get up to turn it off. <laughs> Literally, that's that's how I felt about this song. But yeah, let me know what you guys think. And if you're into trap music, you might dig it and think it's fantastic. But I yeah, like can't get to sleep at night because this Instagram story <laughs> sample is just playing through my head constantly. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit scary. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, you may think this is where we normally end the podcast. <gasps> However... We have a song recommendation from you from an audience member. Yay! First song recommendation. So exciting. Yeah. So what have we got, Vivian? So we have a song recommendation by Lexi Paulson. Who is my sister, but we're going to ignore that fact. (laughs) So it's Give What You Take by Dan... DeLeon. Dan DeLeon, yes. Yeah. So... Where have we heard that name before, Maddie? It okay. So, <laughs> Dan DeLeon was the artist who was my song of the week last week, mm. but I hadn't heard this song. I hadn't as yet, like, listened to the rest of his yeah. EP. Mm. And so my sister played this in the car on the way home from like I was picking her up from work, mm. and I was like, "What is this song? <laughs> it's great." can we play it on the podcast? And she was like, absolutely. Please give me a shout out. And that was the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a really, like, it's a really cool song because there's just so many different elements to it. When I, when, like, we listened to it just before, the first thing that you pick up on are the different samples. And one of those is, like, this flute, piccolo. Yeah, this really high... It comes out of Sleeping. nowhere. You're kind of like, what? I love it. <laughs> it's, it's the so cool It's though. my favourite part of the song. Especially, like, the melody. Like, it's it's a really cool melody that it plays as well. But, um, so that's, like, one of the things that you sort of pick out. But another thing that I think is really cool about this song is the different elements of production, but how he sort of builds everything together and you can sort of pick out different elements from the song and really hone in on those parts but when it comes together it's like this seamless sort of just amalgamation yes. of all of the of things all previously. together yeah. yeah it's great and there's this really cool breakdown in sort of like in the bridge part where 
out of nowhere you just get these synths and all those samples that were played before thrown out. It's kind of like a musical breakdown. But it's then, like a completely new section. Yeah, like nothing that we've heard previously sort of surfaces in this. No, bit. it's like yeah. a completely new mm. like melodies and chords and yeah. stuff. And then you go into the last chorus. And he brings in those previous elements from the chorus, but that, like, sort of musical breakdown as well. Like, and it all kind of sounds... Like, it all works so well together. And yeah. you can really tell that he's um, a producer and he's very yeah. much in his Because he definitely... Like I sort of mentioned last week, he was a producer first, and that's sort of his main element. And mm. you can absolutely tell that in this song. Like, the way that it's pieced together and the way that... Cause these samples that all come together at the end, they're sort of, like, scattered yeah. throughout, and they sort of, like, build really slowly. It's like a gradual, like, build-up, and then the last chorus is just, like, the whole jigsaw puzzle is, like, complete, mm. and everything's in there at once, and it's just this really cool, um, yeah, just... It works so well. Yeah. yeah. All the elements together. So thanks to Lexi for recommending yes. that song. Um, all of her links and stuff will be down in the description. So follow her on Instagram. <laughs> she needed me to say that. So I'll plug yes, her Instagram. Shout out. Yes. Yep. So, yes. Yeah, so please um, keep recommending stuff. We love it. So thank you guys for listening. That brings us to the end of this episode of Caught My Ear. So you can check us out on Apple Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Blueberry, many more. You know, we try to make uh, as many options as possible available to you guys so you can listen on whatever platform you choose. So let us know what you thought about the songs that we chatted about this week um, because not everyone likes John Bellion and you might have an opposite opinion to us, yeah. but we'd love to hear what you think. So chuck us a comment or send us a DM on Instagram. Let us know what you reckon. Um, you can recommend a song for next week that we can like discuss on the mm. podcast. We'll give you a shout out like we did this week. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to keep going with these recommendations because we'd love to, you know, broaden our musical horizons and yeah. discover new people. So if you have a particular artist that you're obsessed with at the moment, just send us a message and we'll absolutely have a listen to it and see what we reckon we can chat about it on caught my ear so um make sure you follow us on all our social media so we've got instagram twitter and facebook at caught my ear pod and we will have a new episode out for you on monday so stay tuned for that one see you guys see ya